And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? Welcome back. This is Andrew Morgans, founder of Marknology, and here as today's host of Startup Hustle, covering all things e-commerce, Amazon, uh, you name it. Today, we're going to be talking about sellers helping sellers, and we're definitely talking about Amazon sellers. Before we get started, I introduce today's guest. Let's give a shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. If you're looking to um, find a great development team, Fullscale.io is a great place to start. And I'm excited to have back for the second time, Carlos Alvarez from Miami and the Wizards of Ecom. Carlos, a friend of mine colleague, thought leader uh, in the Amazon space, um, serial entrepreneur, the list goes on and on. We've shared his story already uh, in the first podcast. And today we're going to be getting into a little bit more recent stuff, a little bit more current stuff that he's doing and involved in. Carlos, welcome to the show. What's up, man? Always a pleasure to speak with you. Good to have you back. Uh, I think the last time I saw you was Prosper uh, in Vegas. I've missed a couple conferences lately, but um, we're always chatting by WhatsApp or email or Instagram or something. So, um, really good to have you on the show and I'm excited to just spend, you know, the next 30, 45 minutes talking about, um, how you're helping sellers and, and what you're involved in. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Prosper. I forgot about Prosper. I kept thinking the cruise was the last time, but yeah, Prosper was definitely after. The cruise was big. I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, the online seller cruise, um, I think there's two cruises a year, at least going forward uh, since the pandemic. I was uh, honored to be a speaker on that cruise. Absolutely had a blast, honestly, just cornering the other speakers and just getting getting my free time out of them was really the ben- the benefit for me. Um, Carlos put on an amazing cruise. Uh, let's talk about that. When's the next one, Carlos? Um, the, the next one was going to be the, the second one per year, which is in August. And I, I called an audible and I was like, let's, let's try something that's not carnival and just explore. And I picked princess and just the back end my experience with the back end of trying to put together an event of that size with princess, um, didn't make sense. And then it was too late to scramble. So there's no August one. The next one is definitely February 5th, 2023. I already have my template ready and tweaked to uh, to invite you as a speaker. Hopefully, I can get you okay. back. I got to meet a lot of the Marknology crew, the the fam on the on the ship. That was definitely a highlight of the of the sailing. Uh, it was incredible, and uh, it was it was it was awesome to be around sellers and brands and speakers and vendors and um, aggregators. They were all there, and it was just nice to be around um, where everything wasn't rushed. You know, it wasn't just like a 10 minutes, let me get out of Carlos, like, what's up? What's he been up to? And just like, you know, it was more about relational, getting to know everybody, sellers helping sellers, right? That's the title today. So I wanted to bring it up is because that's really what it felt like. Um, you know, on the cruise, we had people from Europe, we had people from Asia, I think we had people from everywhere. Um, really great. And I, it's an, it's a yes from me before you send it. So 
uh, and make it easy. I'm, I, I'll be, I'd love to be back. Heck yeah, man. You closed cool. it too, man. You, 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 you brought the thunder. <laughs> I was trying a new one. I was trying a new topic. I do that often just because, um, you know, I like to, um, I, if I'm at an event, whether it's a home run or not, you know, I think the people there might be like, Oh, what's he bringing? He might have something new. Uh, you know, cause I could talk about branding or PPC, these topics I've loved and obsessed about for years. Um, or I can try to just bring a little different perspective on something and kind of try to shine some light, maybe get somebody thinking differently. We talked about intentionality on that one. You guys made me wrap it up. I was honestly like, you know, there were so many speakers there and it was, uh, 30 minute slots and everyone had so much to say that I, I honestly was waiting almost till the last minute to be like, okay, where are the final notes I'm going to put in here? Um, a great time. I'll bring something special in February too. Don't doubt it. I'm looking forward to it, bro. Awesome. Well, speaking of sellers, helping sellers, um, let's talk a little bit about your recent exits. Uh, I think you, if I remember right, you've, you've, uh, we can talk to some sellers today about kind of how that went down. I believe you sold to elevate brands. Um, Two brands, am I correct? Two different, two different brands. Well, well, well I, I didn't sell to Elevate Brands. They were a, they were a sponsor on the ship. I, I sold. Okay, okay. I, I mean, nothing wrong with Elevate Brands. I think they're awesome. I actually got, um, I guess my my hand slapped by um, the company that did buy uh, my brands because I was like talking openly about it. Like, hey, look, it's my first time dealing with an Amazon aggregator. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that they were an Amazon aggregator. And they rolled up, they did what that's called a roll up and they grabbed three of my brands, um, wound up being a little over, well, just let's call it seven X, which I think is insane. And, and I told them that, um, but, uh, it was before I really started building up the relationship with elevate brands, um, which was like, like you, like you mentioned, they were the, the, the platinum sponsor on online seller cruise, which they were amazing. It was amazing to be able to party with them and pick their brains. But, um, the, the exit, you know, the exit was supposed to happen. I, I didn't know that it would be one exit and like a roll up. I, I, the exits were going to happen in 2019 and we were wrapping up, you know, the due diligence and all of that. Well, I'm like, okay, look, we'll wrap this up finally. And, you know, we'll get, everyone will get paid when I get back from the cruise. So it was online seller cruise of 2020. So then okay. we come back, we come back like in February from online seller cruise 2020 and, and I'm not feeling that good. Everyone from the cruise is thinking, you know, we must've ate something bad. We're, we're just like in bed. We can't move. We're exhausted. No one's heard of COVID at this point. Right. Right. And then, um, Tim Jordan, he's doing an event in San Francisco and I'm like, all right, let's go. So I suck it up and I go to San Francisco and I land in San Francisco. They're shutting San Francisco down, like uh, quarantine, this COVID things happening. So, uh, when I'm flying back to Miami, which is home for me, I, I I'm, they backed out, they, they backed out of okay, the deal. Okay. And I'm, and I'm like, I, I thought I really messed up. I'm like, Oh my God, how could I do this? Like I'm goofing around on a cruise and it was ultimately in the grand scheme of things, the, the cruise is an important event for me. Um, it's my baby, but exiting three brands, a, a cruise event, like your priorities are really not in order right there, Carlos, you know? So I, one of them you spent, you probably spent money and like we're chilling right. and having exactly. fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So I, I'm, I'm like really bummed out at myself. And then, you know, a couple of days or like a week later, Amazon is saying only essential products to FBA. So like the sky is falling. No, it's obvious now that e-com was going to explode, but it wasn't, there was like a, there was like a six week period that was like, it wasn't so obvious, right? It was, it was like the sky is falling. So 
I'm down in the dumps, but then, then all of a sudden, like, you know, everything, everything took off. And at that point we were, you know, in aggregate, uh, we were over a hundred million or a nine figure, you know, a nine figure seller. So your, your percentages of growth are not like they've gone down as I got bigger. Um, so here we are, we're like used to seeing something like 10%, 15% and 2020, we have close to 70% growth and around mid year, you know, the aggregator comes back, same one. And is like, you know, they're interested now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, like trailing 12 months is everything here and I'm killing it. Um, so then 2021 comes similar story. We're still talking, but I'm like, can I, can I ask a couple of just like, yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. So, so were they, were these essential items? Were these like brands that like could still use FBA or, like, I'm just wondering if they were like, you benefited because of that. Were they outdoor products? Were there something that benefited from like necessarily like the effects of the pandemic or did it just happen to be that it grew as long with along with e-commerce, like everything else? Oh, both. Does that make sense? So, okay. Yeah, but both of them. One of them was a, was a food product and okay. that fell into essential, even though like you really didn't need this type of food product, right? It was like a artery clogging bliss type of food product. And, okay. and then the other two, were in the tobacco and um, wine accessory space. So what kind of happened there is similar to like in 2008 when the economy crashed. It's like no matter how bad things get, people or the more stressful things get, people seem they're still going to go to their vices. So here you, yep. you have them in their house. They're maybe like around their significant other or the kids or whatever. They're in a much more stressful environment and having to perform at a higher level and do things they've never done before. So that's I, I think the explosion of Ecom Plus that had a lot to do with two of the other brands. I love it. And, uh, you know, that's what we saw at Marknology was there was probably a nine month lull from when the pandemic really hit to brands signing up. So we're the agency, not just a seller, right? So we're an agency. There weren't the brands we had were doing well, mainly because we also had almost every brand on a hybrid model of FBA, FBM, because the sellers helping sellers pay attention to that. If you can, it's a great, it's a great way to protect yourself for things that you can't see, like a pandemic. Uh, you know, so those brands that were running out of stock or couldn't get inventory in or couldn't get into a 3PL because it was blocked up were still shipping product. But we had, you know, quite a few f- different food brands. Um, we had outdoor brands, right? Uh, we we had uh, at-home um, uh, alcohol accessories and things like bar kits and, you know, different brands like that that just – um, it was just a strange, strange time because we were essentially trying to solve problems that we hadn't seen before, even if we had 10 years of experience, you know, it was just like, we don't know what's going to happen. And it's still kind of that way with, uh, trying to compare to 2020, 2021. Um, okay. So those were just a couple sidebars. I wanted to know specifically if like, it was just growing because you were there at the right time for a pandemic or was it like specifically catapulted because of like you know the the um the categories and whatnot so okay so one i didn't know your brands were that big so that's that's really impressive um two i love that you tell the the original aggregator like hey i've got a new price uh you know i i love that um and third so when did thrasio i guess come out with was it 2019 or 18 
that they like first started saying we're buying brands, like, you know, that kind of thing. I'm trying to just remember if it happened right before the pandemic or if it was kind of, because it was picking up steam. It was kind of picking up speed. Yeah. I, I don't know when, I think it was 2018 when it like first started. 2019 okay. was just, I think it was 2019 when they were coming out with this stuff. I was just on the Empowery uh, mastermind call and they, Clement Juan, if you've ever, if you don't know Clement, Clement's just a genius. And, 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 and Clement said, um, remind, rem, made me remember. And he was, that's, that's when the Thrasio and all them were saying, you know, we're, we're buying brands and the average growth that these brands have after we buy is about 145%, which I love the guys at Thrasio and they're awesome. And I don't want this to be like a pick on Thrasio thing. This is like aggregators as a whole kind of jumped on that. And I don't know. That feels like kind of BS to me. Um, it, it felt, it, it just felt like, I mean, come on, you're, you're a, Andrew, you're one of the brightest in, in the Amazon space, right? So like what, and, and I know a thing or two too, but it, you know, if you give me, if you give me a couple new brands every single week and I, they're not the same category, there's no economies of scale. Like, I don't know. I have, I have chills right now. Just thinking of that, like I'm imagining the amount of Advil and Tums that I would need to get to, to not just maintain, but grow. And you're saying you're doing this on average at 145% growth on some of these brands that might be close to capped out anyway. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. One thing I've realized I'm kind of thinking about is like, so I'm at 300 plus brands that I've worked with. Well, that's a lot of that bats. Right. Oh, That's yeah. a lot. If you want, if you want to have an average of like what, how much of the growth see after working with you, 300 would be a good sample size. Right. Um, and while I do feel like we're among the best, I'll put it among the best. Um, and I would say that on average, we have probably a strong over probably over 25 or 30% growth. Like whenever we come on with a brand, um, definitely shy of say a hundred plus. Right. Um, and it's just getting harder. So, I mean, I think a 30% growth, and sometimes that's not the case. We've had 200% growth, 500% growth. We've seen crazy, crazy if you're taking standalone things. But like, if you're looking at averages, and one thing I've really been thinking about is like completely different model in that we're not purchasing a brand for 10 million or 50 million or anything like that. But whenever I'm choosing to work with a brand, I'm really thinking of the same exact things that an aggregator would think about whenever they're thinking about being successful. Uh, because, you know, you don't get a reputation of being the best by losing. Number one, you learn by losing, but you don't get a reputation of being the best by losing. And um, so for me as an agency, I'm looking for Every time I lose a client, that that's a loss. You know, we lose money. It's a churn, right? So you got to onboard. You got to engage. You got to. And these aggregators, really, I think, as a whole, not Thrasio, but just as a whole, a general statement, are still trying to learn what exactly uh, are they looking for in a brand when they buy it outside of the financials. Like, does it have a brand story? Have they expanded already? Are they capitalizing on SEO? Do they need more capital for advertising? Can we help them with supply chain? You know, I'm asking these things whenever we're on board, like whenever we're even talking to them about working together and there's not even a $10 million purchase behind it or that, that stress of a big, big equity play to then get that growth. Right. So, um, that's where you said you're getting chills thinking about it. I'm like, I'd have ulcers, uh, if it was like, you know, uh, if we were making that every week, right. That's just, that's crazy. But I do know that, um, I feel like that is what brought, you know, a lot, you talk about seven X exit, right. And I think that it was the start of that. Um, 
And I do believe if you have the right one, it is worth 7X personally. If you get the right brand that like, you know, the right brand, the right business, the right category, the right team, maybe that you're acquiring, like there could be plays there. Um, but those are, those are amazing numbers. Um, and how, how are they coming up with those? I'm still trying to figure it out in some ways. Um, you know, exactly, exactly what's next for us, uh, sellers in general, but okay. I want to get, I want to get focused because I'm just, I'm thinking about some things that, you know, aggregates are doing. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor real quick, full scale.io helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. If you're looking at, for a software team, you should start at full scale.io and at least give them a call, check them out. Um, absolute great team. Okay. So Carlos, back to the story. You, told them you told the originals no i'm sorry trailing trailing 12 months uh sales are up did you renegotiate with them or you just say i'm going shopping i didn't even that would that would imply that i have more business sense than i do right so like that i negotiated kind of sounds like i'm on shark tank it wasn't it was the growth that year was you grow that much at any level it's a lot you grow that level with all the uncertainty and everything. Plus, I'm working from home, which has been my Achilles heel, my biggest fear. 2020, I, I was just, I, I was just trying to do do the best I could day in and day out. And I just told them, "Hey, I'm not interested right now." Um, and, and I, I think at one point I almost got sarcastic with it and kind of gave the same line they gave me that crushed me right after the cruise. Like there was this specific, you know, verbiage that was used, and I just used it back, but. After that, can, a lot of the time. Can you can you share that? Was it cursing? Was it just a little sassy? No. It it was a little too it, it was a little too cardigan sweater for me is how I would describe it. Like <laughs> okay, yeah, it was a it was a little too. Uh, it was like really like like that. All right, okay. Like, at one point, I I got a little. I think I might have like parroted it back, and and the rest of it was just focus on growth, focus on keeping my team together, make sure everyone's healthy. Uh, cross training, which sounds awesome that I had never really done. But when someone gets sick, we're not firing them during COVID. We're, we're going to continue paying them, but we still need to get the job done. Um, so then end of 2020, I'm, I'm about as burned out as I've ever been. Um, yeah. 70% growth. I remember, I remember talking to you then. Yes. I remember like, you know, different things. Yeah. Yeah. And in 2021, it was probably my least joyful year as an Amazon seller. This was very robotic. Uh, shell of a person. It was like, I, I felt like it was almost like a PTSD shell shock stage, but everything's growing around you, thankfully. So we grew yep. another 40% that year on top of 2020. And then I was like, okay, biggest problem now is everyone's out of inventory. I went nuts and got like, I think it was like 40 containers at like 16,500 a container. And I'm like, I ain't running out. Everyone made fun of me, but next thing you know, I'm sitting on, on what would normally be considered on a healthy amount of inventory and is it definitely put a, a hamper on like cash flow, but I'm good. So, so now at the end of this, I'm like, I don't remember my son being that tall. My daughter's not talking to me. My wife says I'm only there physically, but not mentally. Like at some point, something's going to break. And at this point, I think it might be me. So I'm like, it's time. I was like, we've had this conversation. I feel common courtesy is to like start the conversation with you again. We did. Um, I got significantly more, but it's also because the business was worth significantly more. Um, I got significantly more and, and that's a wrap and it, it was awesome. <laughs> 
No, I love it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some more questions around this. Okay, so exit's cool. Sellers to sellers understanding that, just like hearing, I think the path of like, um, you know, for me, I work. I love to work. I know you do too. That's why we get along. Um, we love what we do. That's we we give out value. Every this podcast is free. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I've been doing this for years. My I've never I've never charged for any content I put out. Um, that's just I've just been building this agency. It's really been my main play, and now I'm building brands and all that kind of stuff. But um, as far as like sellers helping sellers, I think that's that's one thing we we have synergy on. We love what we do. Um, but for me in 2020, it was absolutely brutal too. I don't think I, you know, there might've been some small stints of depression. I don't know. I I wouldn't, I don't have to label that, but definitely some very lows because for me, I'm, I need to be inspired. I need to be inspired. And, uh, it's not just about the money for me. It's about like, you know, I like solving problems and I like seeing new things and I like, you know, that's why I, I like the agency side is that I like getting 300 different attempts at different products and brands across the board with all different problems. And I like the challenge, you know, so um, but I was I remember linking up with you in Miami at, at, a, at a, an event and just, you know, we were just having a drink and just talking about, man, we're just crushing it. My agency's growing, like brands are growing and uh, just not doing great you know, as a person, just like, you know, feeling worn out. And for me, it was, it was just that the pandemic, I mean, honestly, it was a big part of it. And then um, just, I, I'm, I live for shows and I live for travel and seeing my people, even like you guys in, in the community and not being able to do that was just like, I'm just dealing with problems, like dealing with problems and stacking money. And it was like, you know, I've already got enough money for me to be like, I don't need this. Uh, you know, so it was like, super low. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of sellers that related to that and just being alone. I think that's why the year of 2021 was so much about conferences and the meetups and sellers helping sellers in that way, because we were helping with mental health as much as anything else. And, uh, you know, I would say arguably the last two, you know, 24 months, the trailing 24 months have been the hardest in e-com I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm blessed to be like positioned where I am with an agency where we're working with, you know, these, um, holding companies that have five or six brands or manufacturers going direct or us manufacturers so supply chain things like that are solved for some of my clients and things like that so we've been blessed to like in some ways be positioned here um in other ways um have five six seven eight brands sold out from under us as an agency um have had grown brands too much that cash flow becomes an issue for them because they've always been b2b um you know you you name it uh you know poached employees uh you know cost rising getting more competitive Uh, it's just been absolutely brutal and everyone's you know everyone's wanting to beat 2020 because we've been growing every year since the beginning of time in e-com and uh but but when you have a year like 2020 it's like guys we you're having to have these conversations of like, we can't expect, you know, do you, for you to have 40% growth after a hundred percent growth or 70% growth is insanity. Uh, you know, so when we were pulling out numbers like that, I was like, well, we were growing, uh, you know, way crazier in 2020. I'm like, everyone else wasn't even on Amazon because they couldn't get stock. So you were winning like crazy, just hard, 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 hard. And really made, I think not just myself, but people like you, other sellers just really reevaluate. Like, do I love this? Do I hate this? Like, uh, you know, I'm feeling like you said, um, mentally, physically there, but not mentally there. What's, um, what's something that's kind of turning it around for you? 
You, you know, I'm getting a little more confidence in saying this, but it, like I mentioned on the last episode was I, I started this meetup group, you know, going on six years ago. It yeah. was from Amazon sellers and it was to get together. And I'd say up until the pandemic, well, no, not, I wouldn't say like up until the pandemic, it was like, a, I have a, an awesome leadership team there, but it was like me doing all the content, me doing all the presentations and the pandemic forced me to, you know, I thought, I thought my community was going to die. Like, you know, maybe some physically, but like it was just going to peter out. And then I had to learn this zoom thing, which I was just like allergic to pre pandemic. And then the group thrived and it thrived beyond South Florida, which was already massive. And I felt, I feel like, don't get me wrong. It's a very give and take in the community, but I feel like during the pandemic, it was, it was a lot of give on my part. And sometimes I was giving more than what I had to give and of myself. And that happened in 2020, but you know what, in 2021, um, going into 2022, when I was just like falling apart, you know, my good, good friends like you and, and my, in the community, the, the wizards of Amazon community specifically, like they really stepped up and they really rallied, um, for me and, and they were my rock and all this. So I've, I've really changed the way that, that I'm just doing business and like how I'm approaching brands. Like I'm, I'm getting ready to launch a brand called fish doc, like doc, Dr. Fish doc. And it's going to mm -hmm. be the first brand that I do. And I'm going to work on public. I'm going to work in public. I'm going to work on this brand in public. I'm going to document all the wins and the losses. And mm. a major motivation for me to do that is, which could be a total bomb by the way, but like my major motivation to do that is I want to do something with the community. Like I want, I want more practical instead of theory. Um, to be able to go on in the community and I should do this by leading first and you know I'm going to be a seller helping a seller and I, I want to move this towards a we, we don't like come on that's your brand I want you to wear it on your hat I don't want you to hide it from your closest people like I want to buy that hat and I want to support your brand like let's let's try yeah exactly like you're 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 a walking testament to that so like I, I want to do that and I, I feel like for that to happen I need to I need to get vulnerable I need to do that first um, for my community and anyone that's not yet in the community. Um, so that's, that's a motivator. So every, I'm finding myself doing a lot of things and making a lot of decisions with a, obviously I consider my family, my loved ones, but it's more of a, how is this going to impact my community? And is this going to help me, um, expand to open more locations? Is this going to, is this going to raise the bar on the, qu the quality of the content we're going to offer? Is this going to allow us to you know, bring the Andrew Morgans of the world to trick you down to Miami to present again. Like, is it going to do that? If it's not, I'm not really that interested. Yeah. I, I love that answer, Carlos. And I think that that's an authentic answer. Um, just as someone that knows you. And if I was looking from the outside in, uh, you know, friend to friend, colleague to colleague, I'd say, you know, you have so much, you've been blessed with so much. You have an amazing community amazing amazon people around you uh you know vanessa hung and tim and um you know all of them uh to support you and i think that there is this like as an amazon seller versus as a thought leader right there's this difference uh in the way that you go about things because you're kind of in guerrilla warfare mode when you're a seller right it's a it's it's speed is your ally having a product out in front of everyone else being innovative like not let people know because everyone comes and copies us like we know that right so it's not until you're from a place of abundance and security that you can give 
um, without fearing, uh, you know, without fearing someone else taking that from you, you know, and I think that really going, probably going through the pandemic with your community and seeing that they're not going anywhere. And in fact, it's like, you know, adversity makes it thrive, uh, had to have been very like, kind of just validating and securing and, um, no, so I absolutely love that. And, and I think that was one of my best presentations was the one in Miami. We just got real authentic with the story. And I was trying another, a new one again, um, but just had a great time down there. It almost felt like, um, yeah, it felt, I know it's a big, I know it's a big group digitally, but it felt like a meetup. And, you know, I actually found Startup Hustle in 2020 and I used to not be able to talk in front of people uh, at all. I would stutter and, you know, just get, caught up not being able to say anything and um the pan the podcast has actually probably been the best thing for me even mental health wise um the last two years because i've just been getting to talk to people like you getting to talk to amazing inspiring people not just in the amazon space but above and beyond and just getting to talk to them real talk about what's going on basically value you know and just getting basically being like is this aligned with like what i'm about uh or not and um if it's not i'm gonna try something else what you just said about documenting the story is crazy because i've been talking to david dayon um one i've already tried to document the story and then the pandemic happened with a couple brands locally in kansas city it's easier said than done so oh, yeah. uh, it's gonna it's gonna be fun but um and it wasn't like I wasn't developing a product from scratch. It was more like taking a brand and then, you know, launching them on Amazon, doing that. But I, I told David it'd be the, the super fun to take like three, uh, three Amazon experts or three agencies or three teams. And over the course of like six months, kind of just document those different teams' process, like to, to launching a brand, maybe in a, a different category, but around the same price point or something like that. More of like a... A friendly competition, sure, but at the end of the day, we're going to have three brands, or you know, win or lose, and it would be a lot of fun, um, kind you know, of seeing the different ways that people go about it. I don't know if you know um, uh, Dave Bryant, Mike Jackness, and them from Ecom Crew. Um, phenomenal podcast, too, by the way. You should check out. Um, okay, but they they're they're doing something similar. Like they've they went out and they're talking about this openly. That's why I'm sharing it here. But they they went out. They paid eighty thousand dollars for knitting.com. And so they, they bought this premium domain and they're talking about like th these guys don't just go out there and be, you know, how many giveaways can I do for rebates? So, you know what I mean? These are like, this is brands. Like they, they're getting into all the branding. They're talking about the content machine that they're going to create. And, and they're not, they're really not holding back. It's been, I subscribe to it. I know I'm going to learn something there, but it's almost like my form of novella. Like, like this is, this is what I get excited about. Right. So, and they're documenting it. I, I'm hoping that this is a trend that continues and that we people talk more openly about it like and we, we I, I, I think defensible it's, it's, stuff. It's a, it's a trust thing okay so that's something i think i learned like when i was really coming into the space and marketing and i would see all these people put out content that i knew wasn't right how did i know it wasn't right because i was in there doing it myself i wasn't like trying to learn it i was actually a doer and i was just like this sucks this sucks this person's saying this about amazon it's not right this person's saying this i was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna double down on trust like I'm just going to double down on and the and the way to get that was following Gary Vee, which is like the jab jab right hook, right? Which is just like give people value, give people value, give people value, and if you need to make the sale or the ask, then you go for it, you know, with the right hook. But I'm like, um, I I do believe that's the way to do it, and you know, you might miss on some of this like 
I don't want to say low hanging fruit, but some opportunities because you've given something out and there's going to be someone to go do it themselves. Uh, but the team that's been looking to hire or that's been looking to bring somebody in to speak on something or all the other opportunities that can come from just sharing your story um, and sharing what you're doing and what you're working on, I think can just br- attract things to you that you would never even be able to see otherwise. So you're going to have to definitely connect me. I, I'll sign up. And watch the ecom crew or whatever they're doing. That sounds oh, check it out. E- ecomcrew.com slash secret sauce. So you don't even have to get like their premium membership, which I think is like not even open right now, but it's, I think it's like 30 bucks a month. This is like 10x Netflix. You know what I mean? This is, it's really amazing. They for have you, like four, if this is for our space. Yeah. This, yes, this is absolutely. Netflix. So, so I, I plan on being inspired by that and maybe modeling some of that, some of the stuff they're doing and, 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 and then applying that towards the, the fish dock. Um, uh, journey and what I'm going to do. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really well, excited, well, man. We, we have to get on a call after this because I just want to share some of my ideas with you. Uh, we won't share Absolutely. them all here so that people can tune in to watch it, you know, Absolutely. But, um, just some things I, you know, I'm always looking for innovative ways to make what we do interesting because if you're not a super nerd about it, it can be just kind of like, what are they even talking about? But it's almost like, I think of it almost like storage wars, you know, and all oh, these yeah. shows that came out really with like, storage wars you think about just people going through like storage containers or like truck rain wreck trains or you know different things and it's like meh it's not that exciting but the way they film it and you just see what these people are doing they're finding it's almost like they've turned it into treasure hunting is really how that career comes across and i think if people really saw our careers and why we get excited about them in the work in the details uh people would understand why we're so passionate about what we do uh you know because you make that tweak and you see that change happen or you see you get you start getting reviews back on a product you've developed or something and you start getting that feedback loop back it's just like it's incredibly exciting um I, i was talking to a brand yesterday actually this is the third time in our short career as a company but we've had people fly in uh brands fly in to meet the team in the new office you know so this is a cool thing for me a, a growing point right and we're, these are midwest brands so coming in by train or flying in and i was telling them for me you know if i've got 10 keywords in a listing i'm trying to validate or figure out if they're the right ones whatever figuring out that four of them uh, maybe I've wasted a couple hundred dollars figuring it out, but uh, figuring out that four of those 10 keywords don't work to me is just as exciting as the six that are working because I'm like, it's some might see that as failing or some might see that as it not working or product having some flaws, but I'm like, Ooh, okay. Now I know exactly what to do next. And, you know, so uh, being able to share that kind of stuff is, is amazing. I'm I'm ready to tune into yours too. So sign me up for both. Uh, if I can get into both of them for, for a hundred bucks, I'm excited. Oh man, hell yeah! So when's the when's the thought process like uh, on releasing this? Is this something like fall, winter? Don't know yet. Just kind of like uh, working on, soaking on it. You know, you just mentioned earlier that it, that it's harder to do than people think, and I'm already seeing that. Like for example, um, like like a lot of the times if I'm talking or if I'm presenting somewhere, I'm sharing some really cool win. Yeah. And and not to be cheesy, but we know that there's 14 failures behind that win, right? So it would be impossible for me to start another brand regardless of how long I've been selling and not have setbacks. So then it was like, what do you document and what do you not document? Like what is boring? What is not? Like I find myself trying to short circuit the process and I'm like, well, why don't I just do this? Cause then I won't have to document these 14 things, but this thing is, uh, 
is, is a thing that I don't think is a good, uh, I know I'm talking very vague, but like a ranking strategy that's hot right now, but that to me, I would never touch otherwise. And I'm like, no, you know what? I normally, for me, when I say I'm about to launch a product, for me, that's four to six months of trivia quizzes, polls, and contests, branding, social, building content, and building this machine off Amazon. I've always done that. And I did that initially because I didn't have the funds to not do it that way. And I just dialed it in and it works. So I'm going to keep doing that. So I'm going to, so, so as far as when a physical product's going to come, um, let's just say I'm assuming the documenting process is going to set me back some more because I've never done that either. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like eight to nine months from now when there's a physical product, but the content portion, the branding, the packaging, all these different cool certifications you can get like compact and small and like things that I've not done before be, for my own brands, you know, because they just weren't around when I created the packaging for this other brand. Um, you know, building a, it's a fish product. It's, it's for fish aquariums and conditioning the water. So like building a YouTube channel on this image, rich content that that's fishes, that's fish in aquariums, not done that before. So I think that'll set me back a few months, um, from the physical product. The other one is I'm sourcing it all from the USA. Again, I, I, I selected Smart. this based on stuff in the USA. We're not going to deal with like four months shipping time. Um, like, you know what I mean? So like, there's a lot of pieces that are a first for new me pieces. as well. Yeah. New pieces. Um, I think and, people and what, would love to see that. I think people would love to see that. Um, that's what I've always loved about the agency side. I know people, some people hate Amazon sellers, hate the agency side because you have to deal with these other brands and the relationships and the humans on humans suck, you know, 99% of the time. So you know, there's struggles there, but for me it was, Oh, I'm getting another attempt with this, you know, almost like weird process that they've done it. Oh, another weird process that they've done it. Oh, this is a manufacturer that prints this way and does this. You know, it was essentially like what you're about to do, which is a new process, sourcing in the US, um, a fishing product, maybe filming it with like, you're going to have to film water maybe when you're testing it to see if it works right. Or, you know, there's going to be some fun stuff there that setting up the cameras might be tricky. Or I think you should film it all and then uh, work on getting the right editing team um, to pull Agreed. out the best stuff. I think you should film it, all of it. Good, bad, and, and, and you know, I just, I just rattle off a list of like so-called cons, but on the pros, like for example, I've already had somebody that designs packaging. And I mean, this person, they, they don't want me to put their name out there yet, but it looks like you're, everyone's going to hear it, but they design some, I would have never considered them. It had been like way beyond the budget of anything that I would ever do. And instead of me not being able to do that, they pretty much came in and be like, if you're documenting at all, I'll do it for free. Like this is for the influence. Uh, so, so right. I'm so I'm starting to get people to reach out and tell me that. And they're kind of like, Hey, I want to be part of this. And, and I know there's going to be some cons here. And there might be some people that want to sabotage your listing, but we can offset it with, you know, insert thing here. So I'm excited. I love it. And I'm, I'm excited for you because I think it's going to be, a level up in you as a person, just, um, you know, you have, you are one of the best in the space, arguably like your, your exits and, and all those things prove that much less beyond what I'm saying. Um, but now being able to share some of that, even with this community that you've already built, I think it's going to absolutely explode wizards of ecom, um, as the leader of that is, is the one doing this kind of show. And this is the kind of content that I didn't know I didn't know the content, even like this podcast would really had as much value as I now know, you know, but after you do something for a year, two years, 
um, you really start to see the results. You know, it's like organic SEO. It just takes a while to get going. And I think um, whenever you're transparent and authentic and um, showing those kinds of things, it's like, wow. There's a, there's a lot of people that will just be, um, I think, blown away by some of the stuff that we do behind the scenes to make these brands come to life uh, that most people have no idea. Agreed, man. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be amazing. I uh, I, I think I was gonna to come to a geek out event there in Miami. I was hoping to maybe be able to link up. I think it's even happening this week, but I've broken my foot, so um, I'm skipping. I'm skipping some yeah. events for the the near future. It's okay, no surgery, just uh, broke it in a few spots. But good thing I work in ecom where I can just prop it up and and stay right at it. Uh, so maybe I'll put on a little weight, which I could use. Um, Carlos, I could talk about this all day. Uh, we're wrapping up on the hour. So I want to just give you a moment here at the end. You know, we talked about some content coming out. We talked about just kind of uh, the desire to just grow this community even further. You know, it wasn't five, six years ago. There wasn't even really a community at all. Uh, and now we have a community that's busting at the seams and continuing to grow. I think it's it's honestly the one uh, field or industry that might be bursting uh, our university's uh, model uh, in just regards like they're just talking about people going from, uh, you know, without skipping school, basically skipping school, skipping university if they're into e-commerce and you're just going right into the industry and not needing it. And it's kind of paving, paving the way for a lot of other things, I think. Um, so I think that's just, I mean, that's really cool too, because I don't know about you, but I've, I've been speaking at universities and colleges and things like that as not just a, almost like a volunteer to help, to help entrepreneurs and students and things like that. Um, and I have no credentials to be there doing that. So, um, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. And I know that you help so many sellers. It's, it's insane. Um, we, you need to work on boundaries if anything, just, uh, you know, but what's let, wrapping it up, you know, what's something that you would leave with some aspiring sellers or even some very successful sellers? Um, what's a piece of advice, uh, you just want to leave with them that's from your heart or, or from uh, something you've been thinking about recently. Yeah, I, I know it sounds cheesy, but I just have to say, I, I think I'd be un, untrue to myself if I didn't say this, but it's like, I think, I think you should follow your passions in this. Like, I, I think you should get into something you love. And, and my reason for that is not, and I mean, obviously do your research to make sure what you love, there's a market for it. But I, I think, um, I think when you, when you get into something you're passionate about that, it will, increase the likelihood that what you're going to do is going to just have a, an amazing positive impact on, on those around you and the world. And why settle for just a couple dollars on a disbursement, right? Like we have an opportunity, we have a skill set to do this. I feel like we have a responsibility um, to do this. So that would be my, my cornball like thing to say, no, that, do it. that's Bible, you know, that, you know, you know, my upbringing and that's Bible, like, you know, be a good steward with the talents you've been given. If that's business, if that's making a dollar, if that's a hustle, if that's educating others, if that's fishing and being really good at it, if it's, um, you know, whatever that is, like, I think that whenever you use kind of what you've been given or what you're passionate about and love, it just attracts the right things and it gets magnified, you know? So that's, it's obviously the case. Um, to everyone listening, we're going to have Carlos's show, uh, you know, contact information, the show notes. Uh, maybe there's some information on some of his social. We can hear about this documentation that's going to be happening on Fish Doc. And uh, I know I'm extremely excited. And um, this is part two, Carlos. I think we've got about a 10-part series between the two of us. I'm going to just keep picking your brain for years to come. So um, thanks for being on the show. 
Thank you so much for having me, man. You're the best. Yeah. And thank, shout, out, shout out again to our sponsor for today's episode, FullScale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. We'll see you next time, guys. Startup Hustles brought to you by FullScale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.